Well, the All Truck Drivers Foundation, their, their strike and what's taking place now in Peter Maritzburg and what was proposed for today on the N2 and N3 are just uh, you know, symptoms of what we're seeing in, in our labor market. Currently, we have approximately 7% of our labor force made up of migrant laborers. But I think we need to take a step back and just recognize that what is the mischief which this policy is trying to meet. And as, as we just heard now in your interview, what we, have, what we are witnessing is record unemployment, and that is largely the result of a restructuring of the mining sector, less agriculture, massive increase in the service industry. You take that, you combine that with a young population, apartheid legacy of discrimination and the provision of education and distribution of skills, put that with a slow growth rate, and you'll see that we cannot create jobs quickly enough. So there's a recognition of unemployment and the need to create employment. So that's one of the first objectives of this policy. And, uh, and I'll, I will get to the quotas, which is probably the most controversial, yep. controversial aspect of, of the policy. But the, the, second, the second leg of this policy is a protection of the rights of migrants and refugees. Because we do, what we do now is that when migrant workers are employed, and for the purposes of this legislation or the policy, a migrant worker is defined as a foreign national who is not a South African citizen, does not have a residence permit, and has not been recognized as a refugee. In other words, they haven't been granted asylum status at all. And in terms of our current legislation, labor laws, etc., there's no protection for such migrant workers. They are not paid the minimum wage. They are hired and fired at will. Their working conditions aren't the same as what our, what our citizens are offered and the protections that they're provided for. So there is that, that need to bring that in line insofar as migrant workers who are legally entitled to work in South Africa is concerned. Uh-huh. So, so yeah. let's, let's, let's continue with migrant workers because the proposed amendment bill proposes a framework that will enable the minister to set quotas for employment of foreign nationals. Now, if brought into law, can the Labor Department even force private companies to limit the number of foreign nationals that they employ? So one of the legs of this legislation, and it's the fourth one which I was getting to, is actually an increase in the inspectors which which will be available to actually attend the private companies and to determine what number of those employees are foreign and which which are South African citizens. And the quotas will be applied across in three different ways. They'll either be applied geographically, in other words, in this particular region, so for instance, perhaps in in the Gauteng area, KwaZulu-Natal, or they'll be applied to an occupation category, or they'll be applied to a sector of the economy. So a sector of economy could be anywhere from hospitality, tourism, construction, and the like. And the purpose of of introducing the quotas is not only to ensure that there are jobs for South African citizens, but that if there is a critical skill which is recognized, which we do not have in this country, that that critical skill is made available, imported, the job is is there, but that there's a transfer of skills then from the foreign national to the South African citizen. And that's why when even private companies are employing foreign nationals, there are certain uh, requirements for them as well such as having to create or have available a, a um, plan for transfer of skills. Uh, so it's called a mm-hmm. skills transfer plan. Yes. They must themselves um, retain all the documents that are necessary. They must employ these foreign nationals on the same terms as their local employees. So mm-hmm. that, that, that's more the methodology than the objective.